Today's daf is Erevin, daf Lamed Hey. We are on Lamed Hey, Aleph, a few lines in. Rabbah Rav Yosef, the Amri Tarvayu. So, just a little background. So, at the end of yesterday's daf, we, we, we mentioned the Mishnah. The Mishnah spoke about where you put the Erev in a Migdal in a tower, and he lost the key. So, we tried to figure out what exactly the Gemara was talking, what the Mishnah was talking about. The first answer we had was that the Mishnah was talking about you had a wall that didn't have cement, and we tried to figure out, you know, how... Uh, how are you going to break it down on Shabbos? That was the first uh, jab at it. The Gemara has another answer. So the example of the Mishnah said, if you look at the Mishnah one more time, you put your chala, your Erev, in a, in a closet, and you lost the key. So the Tanakhama says, it's still an Erev, even though you don't have access to it. And Rabbi Lezer said, no, if you don't know where the, that the, that the, you don't know where the key is, you don't have access to the Chala, it is not considered a good Erev. So what is the Machlekes? So Rabbi Rabbi Yosef, I'll tell you what the Machlekes is. We're talking about a, a, a closet that's made out of wood. And the Machlekes is like this. The Tanakhama holds, it's a Kali. And if it's a Kali, ain't binyan bekalim, ve'ain stira bekalim. There's no binyan bekalim, there's no stira bekalim, meaning one is not violating, at least in Issa Daraisa, when you destroy a keli on Shabbos. So therefore, from a biblical standpoint, I could break into this closet in order to get my chawa. No, oyalu, even though it's not considered a keli, even though it is, it is a keli, it's still an oil, it's still considered a tent, and therefore there'll be an isadaraisa to destroy it on Shabbos. And how do I know that there, is, that there exists a machoikas regarding a, a, a closet if it's a oil or is it a keli? We'll be plucked at the honey tonight. It's the same machoikas as a machoikas somewhere else. It's none. We learned in a Mishnah in Zavim. So, hikish shida teva umigda. So one of the ways a Zav could be metame something is through something called Tumas Heset, that by causing something to move, a Zav can make a tame. Tumas Masa is when you carry something or someone carries a Zav, that's Masa. Heset is even if you didn't lift it off the ground, if you caused it to move, if you had like a stroller, right, and a Zav would push a stroller, he would make the stroller tame, Tumas Heset. That's how a Zav can make something tame like that. So that's now the Mishnah, Hikish, Agabeshida Tevo, Migdal, if he, uh, he um, what do you call it, he slams on, a, on the shaded table of Megdal, and without touching it, he causes it to move. Tameyin, there's still Tameh, because he caused this wagon to move, and the Zav is Metameh with Tumas Hesed. Rabbi Chemi, Rabbi Shimon Metar, Rabbi Chemi, Rabbi Shimon say it's Tar. So you have Machlekes, if it's very large Kaili, the Zav didn't actually pick it up, he didn't even touch it, he caused it to move. So Rabbi Nechemia holds, it's Tahar, and the Tanakhama says it's Tameh. My love, Bahakum Ifli, isn't this an identical Machlaikis that what we just said, Marsava, the Tanakhama holds Kliu, it's a Kali, and therefore it's Makabal Tama. And that would, and in Hilcha Shabbos, if it's a Kali, you could knock, you could break it, you could break it down from a Daraisa standpoint to get your Erev. So that's, that fits. So Marsava, Oyalu, it's still considered a tent, and therefore it is not a Kali, and if it's an Oyal, so two things, it's not Makabal Tama. And regarding Shabbos, I'm not allowed to destroy it to access my challah. So beautiful, we saw this is the same achlekes that we have in Erevin, we have in Zav as well. The Gemara says, no, I'm Rabbi of Tisbara. You think that that's the machlekes? What are you talking about? Vatani went in a brisa. Oh, yeah, we have a tent. Venisat. And the... the Venitat, Venisat, right? Venis, yeah, Nisat. I said the first time, right? Venisat. 
And you, what Nisan is, when you hit, you hit, um, you hit it, it, it moves from, you, from, the, from the, what's it called, from the vibrations, right? So tummy, uh, it, it becomes tummy. If you, if you cause it to move, so then it becomes tummy. However, if it's kli, ve'ena nisat, if it's a keli, and it did not move from you, uh, from you, from your hitting it, tar, it will be taught tar. So what do you see from here? That regarding Tomas Hess, it doesn't make a difference if it's a keli or an oil. Explicitly it says, even if it was an oil and it moved from you hitting it, so then it becomes tummy. Tomas Hess it. So don't tell me it's the same achoikes. It's no shaykes. So the Gemara says, Vigitani Seifa, Vimhoya Nisaitin, if they, uh, they, they move, Tmein, they're tummy. So Zaklau, Nisat Machmas Koychoy, tummy. If the Zav, meaning you have a Zav, he takes a baseball bat, he slams this, uh, this, this tower. So that's the Koychoy of the Zav. He hits the closet, the closet moves, so that becomes Tame. Machmas Ra'ada, if, if it only moves from the vibration, meaning he stamps his feet on the ground, he doesn't touch the table. You have a table here, you stamp your feet, and the table moves. I don't know if you shook the, the tablet, the zoom, but if the table moves from your stamping your feet, so that is called ra'ada. You didn't actually touch it. You didn't even have your koyach touch it. So that's tar. That it will be tar. So you see from here, this is not the machoikes regarding tumma v'tahara, whether it's a keli or not. Elam rabaya. So what's pshat in the machoikes? Tanakama and Rabbi Nechemi and Rabbi Shimon. The kuliyama has it machmas koyachetame. If something gets moved from your strength, you took a baseball bat, you hit something, and that moves, everyone agrees it's tummy. Machmas ra'ada, if it only moved from you stamping your feet on the ground, and then the table moved, tar, it's still tar, that's not called tumas hesed. Vahacha ra'ada machmas And here we're talking about where you took a bat, you slammed it into a, a closet, the closet didn't actually move from its place, but it shook. So, that's still considered moving because it moved in place. You have actually similar machlekes regarding uh, muksa. There's a discussion that if I move muksa, it doesn't actually move from its place, but I move it around. It didn't, it's like suspended on something, so it doesn't move anywhere. Let's say you sit on a car, right? If you sit on a car, a car is muksa. Probably a If you're a yeshiva guy, it's your closet. There's a But for most people, it's a So if I sit on a car, and it moves, right? It moves on the on the shocks, right? It's moving a little bit, but it's not actually moving. It's staying in the same place. So is that considered moving, or is that not considered moving? So you have a similar concept. So that's not like this. The Marsavar Havi has it. That's called moving, even though it didn't move out of its place. It, if you look at it, it did move from from uh, uh, with the, with the vibrations. The Marsavar Loi Havi has it. Okay, so therefore, option number two is no longer a good option for the answer to our Mishnah. We see there is no parallel machlekes regarding if it's a keli or is it ayo. We don't see this machlekes anywhere. You tried to bring a proof from Zav that the machlekes regarding the, the Tomas Hesed is the same machlekes versus ayo. We saw clearly that even if it's considered an ayo, there's still a Tomas Hesed. So, so what are you going to do with our Mishnah? So, we have another discussion here. We're talking about a a a a mano uktir b'misna askinan. So you have a closet that has a rope that's the knot. Okay, 
So you don't, and you have a key, and you also have a lock. So there's two, you have two ways of accessing this closet. One is through ripping open the rope, or opening the door like a regular person. But you lost the key. So now, the only way I can access the challah is bringing a knife to be able to cut the rope. So big deal, why can't you cut the rope? So it's an old machlek as we had in, in the Sefta Shabbos. Tanakam asavar le kerab yoisi. The Tanakam holds the kerab yoisi. The Amar kolak kelim nitalim b'shabes. All kelim, even if it's a klisha malachtel iser, you want to you use a hammer, no problem. You let it take it on Shabbos. Chutz mi master agodol this huge saw. The yosi shamachresha and this uh, this pl- the the blade for a plow. Those things we, we called it. We identified those things as as a muktzamachmas chesar and kiss. So uh, just a just a pitch here. After Sukkot and Hashem, we're going to be learning. Uh, we're starting the Smichat Chaver program or Smichas Chaver program, depending how you like to pronounce it. So Sunday mornings. So the first topic we're going to be doing is Muksa. But either way, there's a concept of of a Muktzamach Maschasarinkis. That's something that nobody would ever use. That is totally Muksa. An example the Shulchan Aruch brings Sakin Shal Shchita. I don't actually own a Shchita knife, so you have a Shchita knife. I would never use it for anything else. It's expensive. So that's called Muktzamach. Uh, it's called Muktzamach Mas Chisarinkis. What? Chisarinkis. So according to this Shita, as long as it's not Muktzamach Mas Chisarinkis, a regular knife, even if this knife is typically used for things that are Muksa, it's a tool, it's in your toolbox, your pocket knife, so you're allowed to bring it because I need it. It's tzaruch gufay I'm allowed to use it. That is the shita of Rabbi Yossi, and because of that, when I am looking at my closet that has a rope around it, the challah is accessible. I just need to get the knife. I'll, I'll cut the rope and I'll access my challah. But Rabbi Lezer holds it's not a ruva eruv. Whether you have a talus or a tavern, a spoon, any talon el tashmishan. The whole thing is the sheet of Rabbi holds when it comes to muksa. You're only allowed to move an item if you need, if you're using it for its specific use, its typical use. If you're using it for something else. You're not allowed to use it on Shabbos. That's a sheet of muksa, which we do not pass like. But that fits with this uh, sheet in, in Erevin. Meaning, I'm looking at the chal. The chal is in the closet. The only way I can get it is by cutting open the cutting open the rope. But I don't have a typical knife that is used for rope cutting. So you tell me, okay, go get your go get your butcher knife. I don't know, I'm not allowed to use my butcher knife unless it's used to slice meat. And therefore, according to Rabbi Nechemia, I cannot access this challah. That's the sheet of Rabbi Eliezer, and therefore ain a ruvay erev. Okay, so that's the uh, technical part of the daf. Now we get into some uh, super duper lambdas, which brings us back to the uh, the yeshiva days. Okay, so you have sveikos, chazakos. Back to uh, Ksubis, Baf Metziah, and all the, all the famous uh, sugas that we learned in Yeshiva. Okay, now Skalgal Mechutz Tachom. Let's say you have, a, you have your Erev, so you had your Chala roll, or you had something else, you had your Salami, right? And it rolls, Chutz Tachom, it rolls outside the Tachom Shabbos. So you put it right at the edge, and it rolled out. Now, we have to keep in mind, when I make an Erev Tachomen, what am I doing? I'm not extending my, my Erev, that's a mistake. I'm not extending my Erev, I am relocating my Makam Shvisa on Shabbos. So instead of, looks like I'm in my house, I'm not in my house. My Shvisa is out in the field a few thousand Amos away, that's my Makam Shvisa, and I have 2,000 Amos in each direction from that place. So theoretically, if this gets messed up, I have nowhere to go on Shabbos, right? It's not that, oh, I don't have my extension, I still have my original shvisa. If the shvisa gets messed up, that is my makam shvisa. So I'm only going to have da'al amas. I won't be able to move on Shabbos. Let's keep that in mind. So it's supposed to roll 2,000 amas. No, chutz, chutz the tchum. Let's say you put it 
let's say you you know you want you, you want to get as much you know as far as you want, right? So you, you're gonna put it 1,900 amos from where you where you are Arab Shabbos, right? So it's in the path on the path between your two bungalow colonies, and you have your salami and a roll the roll down the hill outside another hundred feet outside your tchum, right? Oh, you're right. You're right. So what would this be? What? No, but then, but then, but then you're you're out of the you're out of the tchum at that point. He's asking a question. Um, What's the question? Yeah, you're right. But the point is that you're home. Right now, Friday night, you're in shul. You put this Eruv on the path in the Bungle County, right? And if that rolls outside with the original place, so you now are chutz l'tchum, because it rolled away from the original place. You're right. The, the, the salami is inside the salami's tchum, but you, you're in shul, so you're 2,000 amas away from where your salami is. But good point. Thank you for pointing that out. Okay. So the skagal chutz l'tchum, if it rolls away, or not full of love, gal, or uh, boulders fall on it, you had an earthquake, they fall on top of it, so you, have, you don't have access to the salami. Oh, in this rough, or it got burnt in the wildfires, truma, uh, let's see, it was true when it became Tame. So if this happened, me if this happened Friday afternoon, ain't no Erev. It's not considered an Erev, and therefore it didn't work. What if it happened after Tzetzakachavim? Harez, the Erev, it worked, and it got ruined over Shabbos, but that's fine. As long as when Shabbos came in, you had an Erev, we don't really care. Now, in Suffolk, if you're not sure, now we have a problem. It's someone who, um, who's walking, he has like a chamor in front of him and a, and, a, and, a, and a camel behind him, meaning he's always busy with attending two different things. You, you're, you're, no, you're no man's land, that's the point. Because if my Erev didn't work out, so fine, that wasn't my Erev. My Makam Shvisa is in Shul, is in my house, in my, in my, on my block, right? That's fine. If my Erev did work out, my Makam Shvisa is there, and I have two dozen hours in every direction. What if I don't know? So I'm stuck. I don't know where I am for Shabbos. Rabbi Yosef, Shimon Arm, Suffolk Erev Kasher. Suffolk Erev, we assume, was Kasher, we assume it worked out. We're going to the Chazakas, meaning you put it there before Shabbos. Who told you that it got, it burnt, it got burnt before Shabbos started? So Suffolk, you can be Makom. Amrav Yosi Avtumis Hayyid Mishum Hamisha Zakanim Al Safik Eruv Shakasher Avtumis said testimony in the name of five Zakanim that a Safik Eruv would be Kasher. Okay, so let's see the Gemara. And the Skago Chosatchum. No, so there you knew what happened. That's the case. This is all three cases. Yeah, all three. Yeah, yeah. Good, yeah. Here we go. So in the Skaga Chusatchum, let's see the salami rolls out of the Tchum. So it's not a good Erev. So Gemara says, Amarava, Loishana Elish in the Skaga Chutzla Arba Amos. That's only if it rolled out outside of four Amos from where you placed it. However, Avalasoich Arba Amos, if it was still within the four Amos of where you placed it, we had this before, then Hanoisin Eruvoi Yeshle Arba Amos. Since we know that someone who puts the Erev down, he has the Dal Amos of that area. So that is considered all part of the original Mokoim, Shvisa, and therefore you're fine. Okay, so it has to roll down Amis out away from where the salami was. So if you think about it, if you put your ear of 1997 Amis, right, from, from where you are staying right before Shabbos, so it could theoretically roll out of the 2000 Amis, but it's still within four Amis. You know, it's only 2001, that's fine. But let's say it's, it rolls more than four Amis away and it's out of the 2000 Amis, you're stuck. Next, no fall of Gal. If this, uh, if the, the rocks fall on it, the building falls on it, you have this earthquake. So then, halacha is it's not a good Erev. I thought to say, 
I would have thought that if you want, you should be able to move the stones and cut out your cut out your era from it. Why would you? Why can't you move stones on Shabbos? Because it's muksa. So. Who's the one that holds that you're allowed to do things that are Issa Rabbanon in order to access your Erev? Or theoretically, I could do a Bein HaShemashah, it's never Erev Shebichal. That's Rebbe. So since the Mishnah doesn't entertain that, Leva Masnitsin, the like here, Rebbe. Our Mishnah is not like Rebbe. Dikir Rebbe. If our Mishnah was like Rebbe, Yomar, he said a few times already in this parak, Kol Dover Shehu Mishim Shvus, La Gazer Lav Bein HaShemashah. So if I'd be able to access it, Bein HaShemashah, Tamar says, no. Even Rebbe would agree that this case is different. This is a complicated line here in the Gemara, but we'll see it. Veloit Sricha, the case would be the boy Maravichatina. You need to have you need to use digging tools in order to get to it. And this is actually called an Isidara. So all the Rishonim are, are, are figuring out why cutting using tools uh, in the field would be an Isra Darais. It's not just an Isra Muks of moving stones. This is either plowing or doing something that called Maravichatina. It's a big sugi and chas. But Rabbi would agree, in that case, that's an Isidar Raisa. So I would not be able, I, I cannot do that during Bein Hashemoshes. And if Rabbi would agree, it would not be a good error. Yeah. Did you say yesterday that if there's no mortar, you just bricks, you could break it. Hail, one of the hails yesterday was you could break it and not be able to get it. Right, there's still a Muxa problem. There's still a Muxa issue. But we allowed you since. Right, but here you need tools. Now here, I'm, here I need like uh, bulldozer. No, 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 the Havamina. The Havamina. Under Abanan, we said yesterday that you, we allow you, we allow you since theoretically, you are able to go and get... Right. You're saying, this, you're saying this, a, a fallen brick should be the same thing as no cement. Right. right. Except for the fact that I have to move it. It's muksa. So pick it up and move it. I can't just knock it. Yes, yeah. oh. you know, the big bad wolf. You can blow the house down and you can access your Arab. Here it seems like you literally have to, like, bulldoze the, the Arab out of, the, out of this fallen rock. So here, it seems like you have to move it, physically pick it up and move it. So that's only the Moksa. Should be Mutter according to Rabbi. The one Rabbanon. Comes with Mara Teretz. You can't just move it with your hands. You will need to have Mara the Chatsina, these uh, tools to be able to access, to, to pick up the, the, the stones, and that would actually be an Isser Daraisa. Okay. Now, the Mishnah said that two cases, either it rolled out of the Erev or the rocks fell on it. And the Gemara says, it's shrichi. I need both of these examples. Why? If it told me that it rolled away, because it's not there anymore. It's no longer there. So it makes sense. But if the rocks just fell on it, the Erev is still there. It's just not, I can't get to it, but it's there. Maybe I would say it is Erev, even though you can't eat it, but it's, it's there. If you told me the case where the rocks fell on it, it's covered. You can't access it. When it rolled, I mean, I can look at it. Maybe it will blow back in. Maybe it will blow back in. Maybe the, a dog will come and just kick it. I don't know. Maybe someone walking in the street will kick it. Maybe it will come back in. It's not, you know, totally out of the realm of, of possibility. Emil have the Erev. And therefore, the Gemara says, Tzricha, I needed both cases. Next case, Oynisraf. If the Erev was burnt, Truma venitimates, or it was Truma and it became Tamay. Both of these cases are not considered a good Erev if it happened before Shabbos. If it happened after Shabbos, you're good to go. So the Gemara says, Lamali, why does the Tana ever teach me both the din of being burnt and Truma that became Tameh? So the Gemara says, Tana, Nisruf, Lodiacha, Koychid Rabbi Yossi. So Lamanhem Abayz, it told me, even if it got burnt, to tell me that the, 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 the cool of Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yossi holds that Suffolk Eruv is fine, he holds even when right now it doesn't exist. Meaning, Truma that became Tameh, I can look at it, I can see it, I can touch it. Oh, this, it's right here. 
And Abiyasi says that's fine. Not only does Rabbi say it's fine, even a suffix when it got burnt, where it's not even here, it's not even in the world, even Rabbi would agree that it is mutter. And Tana, Trum of Anitmes, why does it tell me the case of Trum that became Tummy? Because according to Rabbi Meir, one could have argued and said maybe he only holds that suffix Eruv is puzzle when it's no longer in the world, it's burnt, it's consumed. But what if it's here? It just happens to be tummy. There's a side, there's a side issue, right? The food is here. Challah is right here. Something happened. A dead frog touched it, right? Okay, but it's a regular challah here. So there's a side halachic reason why I can't eat it. Maybe Rameh would agree. Eruva era, kamash mulan. Therefore, the Gemara tells me, he's still machmir, even though technically the two challahs, the, the challah is still here. Right, but it's still Rabbi Meir holds as a, as a problem. Yeah. Same according to Rabbi Yossi. Yeah. Rabbi Yossi is going to say Suffolk. Suffolk Lakula. Now, I don't know when it happened. Put it this way. If the challah, if, if it became Tomei an hour after Shabbos started, after you say the chavim, you're fine, right? Why? Because I don't have to eat it. So it's a Suffolk. So it's right. right. So, as long as it's... As long as uh, during Ben Hashemashas... Right. Now, not only that, Rabbi Yossi holds, even if I don't know, even if it's a Suffolk. I have no clue when it happened. I come Shabbos morning, I see a dead frog on it. I don't know what happened. So Rabbi Yossi says, Suffolk Eruv Mlahako. Now you can't eat it. I, I'm just allowed to, cat, I'm allowed, I'm allowed to walk another 2,000 amas, right? That's, that's all it means. Yes, I'm not sure if Maris Ayan would play a role. You, you're not allowed to eat it. Right? But you're allowed to use it. Because that's the halacha. Suffolk Mlahako. Suffolk Eruv. Think someone's going to say that the frog was here on Friday already? Why would they say that? It's a regular Suffolk. Right? Next. What's the shriz? Oh, you think? The uh, some of the Rishonim ask that that how could suffix shvisa work? That a person needs to have a vada shvisa and lamdus. It's a good kasha, but but yeah, not not for that family. It's a, it's a fascinating question. No, you hear the question? That maybe you could say suffix the raisa lahakel lachum lahakel lachmer. Fine, it's a nice conversation. But here, how could a person have suffix shvisa? Where were you Friday afternoon? Where were you for this? I don't know. It's not called Shvisa. It's a good question. Okay. Now, either way, in our Mishnah, Rameir held we're Machmir by Suffolk Eruv, and Rabbi Yossi held Rameiko on Suffolk Eruv, which is, it, it, it's bothersome because the whole thing of Eruv, Pashas, is only in Issa Durabanan, right? So Suffolk Durabanan Lahakal, typically. Unless you want to tell me it's the Raisa, it says, I ate the Ishmael Kaimai. So that's the Gemara right here. So the Savara Mayor is fake of the Humra. Rameir holds Suffolk. Uh is Suffolk Durabanan is Lahachmir Vatnan and went in a Mishnah and Mikvois. Tameh Shiara Litbo. Uh someone who's Tameh, he went, he goes down to the mikvah. The Suffolk Tava, Suffolk Loy Tava. He's not sure if he titled or not. So you can try to figure out if the Tfila was proper, meaning he wasn't sure if he took off his bathing suit or not. Whatever the situation was, usually it's not a, a chasit anyways, but, but he's not sure. He's not sure if he went. He doesn't know. He's abs- absent mind. He doesn't have uh, mindfulness, okay? The suffix, so suffix taval, suffix loy taval, vafilu taval, even if he did taval, we have another case. Suffix taval ba'abamsa, suffix loy taval ba'abamsa. He's not sure if he used the 40 summic for the, the non-40 summic for. He's, he's not sure, you know, which one he used. Or he used it and then afterwards they measured it and it was chaser, was missing it. So you have all these different cases where you could have a potential suffix. The chenge name mikvois, you have two mikvois, you have two mikvois, you have two mikvois, you have two mikvois, one of them is attached to the 40 saw pit, one is not. And the tava ba'achas mean we need to be in tava. He finds out later one of the mikvois were puzzle, but he didn't know which one he toiled in. Halach is sveik or tameh. Suffolk, daraisa, lechomer, right? So far, so good. 
when do we say that Suffolk is Lahachmir? That's Betuma Hamura. That's when the person was Tome Midaraisa. You have you have Anida, Azav, Azava, Yeledes. Someone who's Tome Daraisa, they needed the mikvah to become tar. They don't know if they actually tar him. Suffolk, Daraisa, Lahachmir. However, Avo Betumakal, if it was only one of these Tumois, Midrabon, and some of these we learned in Mesafta Shabbos, the Yurches Dvarim, that Bishamai Bisilob, Kikon Shachal Oichlan Tamein, someone who eats food that's Tamei. So Midrabon, you don't become Tamei from eating food that's Tamei. Midrabon, there's a level of Tumah. Vishasa Mashkin Tamein, you drink Tamei beverages. Or Vahaba Roshiv Rubin Mayim Shuvin, if someone took a shower, he took a bath, many Rishonim learn this means after using a mikvah, you took a shower, you took a bath. It's actually a good discussion today if a person's allowed, if a woman's allowed to go to the mikvah, if a woman's allowed to take a shower after she uses the mikvah. So this came up during uh, the coronavirus sucking. So many mikvahs were recommending that a woman should shower after using the mikvah before going home because the mikvah is being used by multiple people. So it brought to light, we actually were just learning it in the daft. It was, it was, uh, it was right, 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 right during the time we're learning in Shabbos, Masat Shabbos. Most of the places hold that a shower is different, that maybe there's no gzair anymore. Fine, but either way, uh, th- these things are all midrabanan. Why is it is midrabanan? Because people would say that, oh, it's not the mikvah that's making me tahar, it's the shower, right? So these are all tumma midrabanan. I mean, the person's not actually tummy, they just went to the mikvah, and now they took roishiv ruba mayim shuvin, oi, shenafla roishiv aruba shleshaluka mayim shuvin, now, viyara litbo, now after having this tumma midrabanan. You decide, okay, I'm Tame. You call your rub, you gotta go to the mikvah. The Yara lit ball, so he went to the mikvah. And now, Safi, Tava, Safi, Tava, he finds out later that the mikvah might, have, not, might not have been good. He doesn't know where he went. He wasn't sure if he was wearing his clothing. So Rabbi holds it's Tommy. Now, who is this opinion? This whole shita is the shita of Rameir. So you see, Rabbi is Mitame. So what's going on here? If the Tanakama is Mekel, right? And Stam Mishnah is Rameir. And here, clearly, Safek Durabonon is Lahakel. So by Tchum Shabbos, which we assume at this point is Anissa Durabonon. Why does our mayor say Svekoi Lahachmir? It doesn't make any sense. So comes the Gemara, obvious answer, Kasavra Meir, Tchumin, Daraisen, and Tchum Shabbos is Daraisen. The Pasuk says, right? Don't leave your place. Is your Daraisa of leaving your Tchum on Shabbos? That is the Shita of Rameir. So the Gemara says, Really? The Savra Meir, Tchumin, Daraisa? Rameir holds Tchum Shabbos is Daraisa, but not. We learned in a Mishnah, so we're going to see this in a, in a few weeks. Dafnun Ches. When you measure your 2,000 amos, actually they have these maps online. You can actually measure how you have your 2,000 amos. But often you have, you know, d- different terrains. How do you measure a mountain? Do you, do you measure the, you know, surface area going up? Is that how you measure? Or do you measure the angle in the air? So what do you do? So the mission says, in uh, If you're not able to, to, um, to like swallow, to get a rope through, the mountain of, of 50 amas, you have a 50 amma rope. If, if that won't suffice for the mountain, so what do you do? The zoo omar of the story by Yane Mishira Meir Shemati Shemekadrin Baharim. So you, you wouldn't actually measure the slope. If you have a picture, it's, it's worth it. I should have sent it out. But what you would do is you would, you would have people stand, you know, four amas away from each other and have ropes and measure how many four amma ropes you had, you know, from one fellow to his friend. 
And that's how you'd measure. So it wouldn't be an exact measurement, right? You measure like this. You have Ruvain stands on the bottom of the mountain. He holds. He has a rope. Shimon stands Dalaramus away from him, so is is on a higher angle, and he and he holds the other side of the rope. Okay, so that's you have Dalaramus. Um, yeah, it looks like it from the picture. Yes. Now you're you're saving on the angles, right? So it's just shorter way. The point is, we'll figure this out. Daphne has all the different sheets. What does this mean? Basically, you're you're making a shorter angle, right? If you would go on the surface of the mountain all the way up, that's on a, that's on a, a hill, a, steep, a steeper angle, it's going to be a, more amois to get up the mountain than you're standing here. Four amois, another person, another four amois. It's a much shorter angle. So what's the point? Yeah? No, I Okay, so, so the point is that we're taking a makel, a more lenient way of measuring. Are you allowed to uh, measure like this? When you're measuring the Ari Miklok, someone, do, uh, sorry, Ari Miklok, to try to figure out what's the, the size of Ari Miklok, when someone dies between two cities, you try to figure out which one is closer to which, closer to which city. So you see that. If it was if Tchum Shabbos was there, I said, mayor would never allow us to measure with this lenient way of measuring. Stigmar says, like Kasha, Hadidei, Hadarabi. One is the, his own shita, one is the shita of his rabbi. But you're right, the mayor could hold in one way that it's there, Isa, and the other, Bryce, he goes to the Rabbana because he's, he's quoting his rabbi. Yes, Adam. So he let's say he, he goes the next day and he finds it that it's a short. He doesn't know when it happened. Right? You walk, you, you left the air of you know in between two two cities, two bungalow counties. You go the next day and you're like, oh my gosh, what just happened? Where's my air of? I don't know when this happened. It could have happened before, it could have happened afterwards, right? That's that's your classic suffix. Yeah. yeah, but the case here is really talking about what you find out before. Show up. I mean, when, when, I mean, is, is it something here to crush or so? If you show up the next day and you don't know when it was destroyed, aren't you fine already? Well, no, because maybe I have to. Maybe I have to stand. Maybe I have to stop right here. Maybe I have to stand. No, maybe I have to stand where I am right now. I can't go any further. I'm stuck. I'm stuck here for Shabbos. I don't have another two thousand albums. I'm stuck right here wherever I landed, right? Or what if you got a you got a text message uh, on Shabbos? Your phone is on. You you see it. It goes on your screen. Earthquake uh, on that path. Okay, so I know my era is not is not you know I don't know when it happened. They tweeted it out three minutes after Shkia. Like I don't know you can, you could have you could have a Shiloh. You don't know exactly when it happened. Or two thousand amos is not that far. It could be you had a friend who was walking around. He told you, by the way, you know something you know something uh, collapsed over there. Fine. So. Once I'm, you just can't walk. Right, yeah, you have Dalamas, but that's it. You don't have, you can't walk anymore. So thinking I'm gonna bring you Uriah that this is not the Shita of Rab Meir himself, the Katani. It says in the the Mishnah regarding measuring Shamati Baharim that I heard that that Rameir said it. Meaning it wasn't really the sheet of Rameir. It could be he, heard, he got it from his father, he got it from his Rebbe. It wasn't really Rameir. Shemamino, it is a good proof that it makes sense that Rameir said it but shame his Rebbe, and it wasn't really the Sheeta of Rabbi Meir. Okay, let's do one more. The Rami Daraisa Daraisa Rameir, and I'll bring you a stira regarding Suffolk Daraisa 
on another Safed Raisa in the Shita Ramir, the Tan, we learned in a Mishnah, so this goes back to Chazakos and Sveikos, Naga Be'echa So someone in the middle of the night, he touches another person, okay? Veni Adem Chai Emes, doesn't know the person's alive, the person's dead. He wakes up the next morning, he looks around, this person's dead. So he doesn't know, when I, did I touch him? Um, when I touched him, he was alive and I'm not Tamei. Or was he dead? And therefore, I'm Tamei Mace for touching the Mace. Okay? So Rameir Matar. Rameir says, Tahar. Why? What's the lambdas of this? It's called Hemid Adam Acheskasai. You have two Chazakas here. We'll get to this in a moment. One Chazaka is that you were Tahar. You don't know if you became Tamei later by touching this, this person or not. So I'm Acheskas Tahara. I remain Tahar. And the, and the same applies to this person. The person, Chazaka, that he was alive. Now we find him dead. Chazakah is that he was alive. So that, that's why Rameir holds Tahar. The Chum, the Tamim, Chum say no. We don't care about Chazakahs. We have to see what the Chum really mean here. Shakola Tumois, Kishas, Mitzias. And you find the Tamim, we assume, Kan Nimtza, Kan Haya. This is the Lamdash terms. But this is the way it always was. And therefore, we assume that when you touched the fellow at night, he was already dead at that point. Okay, so what do you see from here? Rameir is holding Safi Daraisa's Lehakel. What? What do you say? Don't we normally dine up some uh, uh, It's a good point. Right. So before we get to that, we still deal with Chazakas. But it's a, it's, a, it's a good point. You're, you're, you're strengthening the question there. Let's assume it's Rishas HaYachid, Safi Tumor, Lahachma usually. Still, we could go with Chazakas. That's Rameir Shita. Okay. Now, Rameir here is saying, Safek Lehakel. Yet Rameir said by Erevin, assuming Rameir holds Erevin is Dereisa, Tchum Shabbos Dereisa, Safek Lehachmir. So you have a stira on Rameir. So the Gemara said, Rabbi Yumiya, Mishnah, Sinish, Shahaya, Allah, Sheretz, Kobina, Shmashais. Our Mishnah is when there was a frog, a dead frog on the Erev, on the Chal, the entire Bena Shmashais. And if there's no Safek, someone says, okay, funny, okay, if there's no Safek, the frog was dead before Shabbos came in. So the says, you're right. They say Shabbos like this. We're talking about two groups of Edim. Adam Mortman's case. People come to you, two Edim come and tell you something happened with your Erev right before Shabbos. So, one group of two Edim saving. The dead frog landed at 5.59, 6 o'clock, 5.59, the dead frog landed on your chala. Fellow, you do not have an Erev. You're not going to the Kiddush tomorrow in the other bungalow county. It happened already when it got dark. And therefore, you could go to the Kiddush tomorrow. So that is the Machloikas. That So in that case, there... It's a different type of suffix. This is this is uh, super duper lumdus. We're not getting into it. But here it's a different type of suffix. When you have shtekite edim on both sides, it's not your standard suffix that we say chazaka meikara. It's a it's a brand new suffix. It's a suffix in din. We have two edim on both sides, and if we're a mayor holds suffix lahachmer. When it comes to mikvayis, when it comes to chazaka, is touching a dead body. There's no two groups of edim. Here I go with regular chazaka. Chazaka, Cheska's Tahara will stay a Chazaka. Let's just see one more piece. Rava Amar, Rava says, we, we uh, alluded to this earlier, Hassan, when it comes to someone who touches a person at night. The next morning he wakes up, he sees the fellow is dead. Tre Chazaki Likula. He has two Chazakas. He has his personal Chazaka. He was a Tahar man originally. Who told me that I became Tame? I'm not sure. That's one Chazaka. And I have a second Chazaka that this person was still alive. 
So I have two reasons to assume two chazaka meikaros, right? Two two chazakos meikaro. Vahacha over here, chada chazaka lekula. You have one chazaka that the chala was not tamei yet, a frog didn't touch yet. So maybe your mayor holds. We don't have two reasons, two totally different chazakos. Then I could be meikol. By the frog and the chala, you only have one. Chazaka, that's when our mayor would say, you have to be machmer. All right, yashikayach.